0: do you ever feel overwhelmed by the ever-changing world of technology tech it out can help make some sense of it all breaking down geek speak into street speak technology columnist author and tv personality mark saltzman covers consumer technology each week for every listener mark tackles the latest news reviews and how to's to help you understand what's hot what's not and why
3: Hey everyone, welcome to Tech It Out. I'm your host, Mark Saltzman, and my goal on this program is to not only celebrate technology, but perhaps more importantly, I'm here to demystify it as well. Whereas I like to say, I like to break down geek speak into street speak. Before I tell you about this new show and what's on tap this hour, I want to thank my sponsor. Tech It Out is brought to you by Asus, creating technology for today and tomorrow's smart life. Asus, for those in search of incredible. Visit Asus.com for more info. That's asus.com. We have a great show for you this hour. Later on in the program, we'll chat with hotels.com about paying for your passport if you don't already have one. We'll touch base with Techno Gym, which has made a high-tech treadmill that works with an app, believe it or not, and much more. And first, when it comes to cybersecurity, do you know what the worst thing is you can do? Nothing. Whether you're a casual web surfer or emailer or you rely on the internet for business, you absolutely need to protect yourself from all of the malware or malicious software out there, along with hackers and spammers that lurk in the seedy corners of cyberspace. It's a topic that a lot of people don't like to address, but it's a necessary evil. Just as you don't leave your home or your car unlocked these days, nor should you leave your computer and other devices unprotected. To tell us what we can do to safeguard Your information in a language you can understand. We're joined on the line by Stephen Cobb, a security researcher at ESET, a global cybersecurity company. Welcome to the show, Stephen. Good to be here, Mark. You recently let me interview you for a USA Today article, so thank you for that. And now I've got you on Tech It Out, a new and syndicated radio show, to share much of the same information that was in this article. So let's just start off with you telling our listeners about the company ESET. I understand it's your 30th birthday.
2: Uh, yeah, I wish it was my 30th. <laughs> but actually, I've, I, it's about the same time that I've, amount of time I've been in security uh, research. But yes, ESET started 30 years ago. Uh, in Slovakia back when it was part of Czechoslovakia under uh, the Soviets. And uh, some young people there uh, saw a virus infection happen on a computer, uh, came up with a way to stop that, prevent that. And it developed into a piece of software and a a company after... um, the company, the country became independent, and it's now one of the, the top four or five largest security software companies in the world. Uh, it's active in over 200 countries, and what we say is over 100 million endpoints of protection. We have this perspective on the malicious code activity that's happening around the world, and we use that to constantly improve and refine the software that we sell to Prevent the things that you talked about, right?
3: And it's a it's constantly evolving. This is a moving target. I, I know people who have bought cybersecurity software before they install it, and then that's it. They don't have it set up to automatically update, or worse, the software they buy does not automatically update itself. Every day, it seems we're reading about a new strain, a new kind of infection out there. That if you don't protect yourself, whether again you're using this personally or professionally, you're putting your data at risk, and that could lead to things like identity theft. It can be Uh, locking out your hard drive and and charging you money, uh, extorting money from you to uh, give you your files back. So it's constantly evolving. What I love about ESET, and that's all that I use on all of my devices, is that it runs very quietly in the background. You don't even know it's there, but it does its job. It's going to flag, quarantine, delete, and report any suspicious activity on your PC or other devices. I love that.
2: Well, it's consistent really with i think you know what we call best practice in information security and certainly uh, a lot of the thinking that's that's gone into this problem because if you have security software which constantly interrupts you and constantly nags you and frequently gets outdated then it's not going to be effective and and as well if you have a piece of security software which noticeably slows down your system what's going to happen is even if you, as a security minded person think well I'll put up with that slowdown to keep secure, if you're dealing with an office full of people, they don't all share a perspective so certainly, in the corporate environment, you have to have something which, as you say, works in the background quietly has a low impact on resources just just as a matter of good security because you don't want to give users any excuse to to turn it off and um, so so it makes sense to do it that way and and Certainly, to your point about updating, you, you do need to be updated in real time, and and you know our product and and other products do that now using the cloud to uh, distribute the very latest. Um, learning, which our machine learning does, about the threats that are out there. Right. Mm -hmm.
3: We're chatting with Stephen Cobb, a cybersecurity researcher at ESET. That's E-S-E-T. They're a a top cybersecurity company. So let's go over what the various threats are. And Please keep in mind, Stephen, not all of our listeners are tech savvy. They may be more tech shy than tech savvy. But you did mention a few uh, a couple of moments ago, phishing. Uh, We talked about malware, which is short for malicious software. That can include viruses. There are things that I alluded to, like ransomware, where your your information is held hostage until you pay up or should you. So there's lots to get to. Why don't we just dive into what are the biggest threats out there? It's summer 2017. What should our listeners know about?
2: Well, I think probably the number one item is phishing, which is not a new item. Uh, of concern, but it continues to be the favorite attack vector for a number of these different things, right? So if, if people can get on top of the phishing problem, that helps prevent a lot of different things. Because as you mentioned, like ransomware is often distributed through phishing. And what phishing is is malicious email, deceptive email. It's email which comes at you with a link that it wants you to click or an attachment it wants you to open thereby triggering some sort of interaction where your information is compromised. And so uh, that compromise may be to install ransomware, uh, or it may be to trick you into giving up your credentials. You know, and and we've all seen this. um, Your PayPal account has been frozen. You must put in your credentials right here. And, And if you're not paying attention, you're giving up your PayPal credentials to somebody who's uh phish them from you. And so what a good security software will do is it will know about this activity and it will try and block it at several levels. Uh, for example, it, it will be looking at your email to uh, block known phishing emails. It will be looking at the malicious sites that are linked from those emails so that even if this is a new piece of phishing email that's never been seen before, but it's linking to a site which has already been known to be malicious that site will get blocked and then even if that doesn't happen as the malicious code starts to come at your system it'll go wait a minute now this isn't kosher code this this is bad stuff the the software the security software these days is smart enough to recognize bad behavior and and so there are multiple levels at work in a good piece of security software but The bad guys keep working on the phishing because they keep sending out these messages because they can be effective if people aren't paying attention uh, and if they're not protected by decent security software. Right.
3: And the software can help to an extent, but it should be noted that common sense does apply here too. So you can easily be fooled with uh, an email that looks legitimate. It looks like it's from your bank, for example, uh, and you'd swear, you know, right down to the logo and the wording. It used to be full of typos and awkwardly worded phrases, but they're getting much smarter at it. So it's easy to get duped into it. But just know this, your bank, your internet service provider, your favorite retailer, PayPal, what have you, they're not going to reach out to you in this way and asking you with a sense of urgency to confirm your personal information. When in doubt, contact your bank directly or the retailer in question, and chances are they're going to tell you it's not from them. So a word of warning there that these can look legitimate. Another recent threat is often referred to as ransomware. So, as the name suggests, and as I touched on a bit earlier, this is when you get a uh, a message on your computer from a uh, someone who claims to be helping you, or you may even get a phone call from a live person that says they're going to help you, but in fact they're out to defraud you. Maybe you can tell us, Stephen Cobb from ESET, our our guest. He's a global cybersecurity expert. If you could tell tell us uh, what a a ransomware uh, attempt or attack is and what we should do if we think we're falling victim to one
2: so ransomware is uh, really exploiting our dependency upon computers and phones because what it's doing is in some way uh, blocking access to our information and, and the what is currently uh, I think the classic ransomware is crypto ransomware which is a piece of malicious code which gets on your system and it encrypts your files with a secret key and then offers uh, to give you the key in return for payment of uh, money, typically in the form of electronic currency, such as Bitcoin. Or even, as, as, as you've described, fake service call. So there, there, there was a scam very popular a few years ago where you would get a phone call and it'd say, oh, this is, uh, this is Windows support. We, we see you have problems on your computer. Uh, I can help you fix it. If you go along with it, what happens is they get remote access to your system. And in the past, they would try and um, sell you a piece of software to fix your problems, uh, which were imaginary problems. Now, Now, apparently, they're offering to sell you the key to the files that they just encrypted while they were talking to you.
3: We'll talk more with Stephen Cobb, a cybersecurity expert from ESET, about these online scams when we return. So stick with us. Don't touch that dial. More Tech It Out coming up.
0: Breaking down geek speak into street speak. Check It Out, hosted by Mark Saltzman.
3: Welcome back to Tech It Out, everyone. We're chatting with Stephen Cobb, a cybersecurity expert from ESET, that's E-S-E-T, and we're chatting about online scams like ransomware, which locks down your computer and then demands a ransom to give you your files back.
2: The operation of ransomware is, is well understood by security software, and a good, constantly updated piece of security software will manage to identify its ransomware, and this is illegitimate activity, and block it. Uh, but you you can do a lot to help yourself by being aware of these attack vectors, as we call them, coming in at you, so, so that strange piece of email, that strange phone call, that could be an avenue of attack for a ransomware. If you are in the situation where you've been affected, you need to then talk to somebody to get help and dealing with a problem because paying the ransom is is often not uh, the best choice in fact it, it's typically the worst choice
3: right and this is uh, this is where I've been hearing conflicting advice over the years Stephen some say ah just pay just pay it Others say you don't need to pay it, and you can probably get your data back by rebooting your computer in safe mode and then making a backup of your important files just in case. so I'd I love to hear from you what's is so it doesn't sound like, okay. doesn't sound like there's a rule of thumb here,
2: but there, there, there's there's a rule of many thumbs right <laughs> okay. I mean partly because this uh, these forms of attack have evolved over time. I, I should say that in addition to... Security software. Everybody should be constantly backing up their important files and their system files. Um, and so, if you get hit with ransomware, your your best defense, uh, if it has managed to uh, encrypt your files, is to replace those files with unencrypted versions from your backups. However, the the problem with with people getting encrypted buy ransomware, they go, well, I don't have backups for that. I really need the files. I'm very tempted to pay. Payment may not work for a number of reasons. One is malicious code developers are using us as guinea pigs. So they're beta testing on us all the time. And it's not unusual for a piece of um, ransomware to not work properly. Second, so, so you, you pay the money and, and even if they try to get you the keys, they can't because they, they didn't write the software very well. What you probably want to do if you get hit with ransomware your files are encrypted and you don't have backup to restore from is contact a security company and and you know we get calls like this all the time and and one of the things that talking about the many thumbs the the, the different conflicting advice is if you get some expert advice they'll be able to tell you what kind of ransomware this is is this one for which a key exists the the paying the money isn't a guarantee you'll get Uh, your files back and you want to check it out first you want okay is this a piece of ransomware that you know somebody has the key for is it possible to defeat the ransomware
3: all right so first thing you should do is try not to panic (laughs) second thing you should should do is to grab your backup and hopefully you're making them proactively like preemptively you're backing up your important files on multiple hard drives or USB thumb drives or going to a cloud account like Dropbox or Google Drive or what have you, OneDrive from Microsoft the third thing you should do is to try to reboot your computer in safe mode to see if it works and that's usually by hitting one of the F keys when you boot it up it it may vary depending on the manufacturer Uh, and then the fourth thing is to contact a cybersecurity company like ESET and say, hey, what can I do? And then talk to them about some, uh, some things you can try to unlock your data. So before you pay, which is way down the list, but some say, you know, if it's a couple hundred bucks and it's worth it to you, just pay it. But it, there's no guarantee. Some may say it's, so I'm sorry. It's just worth it for me. And I'll, I've learned my lesson, but I I would think that if you paid Stephen, you're actually graduating your name to an even better, more desirable list for these thieves to, <laughs> exactly. you know what I mean? Yes, <laughs> so. yeah.
2: No, and, and, and a- anecdotally, we know this to be true. Um, uh, you know, I've talked to to several people who know of instances where uh, shall we say a lazy system administrator paid uh, the ransom because it was easier than <laughs> Well, he probably didn't want back
3: and he probably didn't uh, want to get in trouble by the boss that he he right. allowed their systems to be compromised, right?
2: So 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 for whatever reason they paid. Well, then they get hit the next week. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. I, and, and a number of people have told me that that has happened.
3: All right. So we've discussed quite a bit of threats out there. It makes if someone was listening to this conversation, they probably think it's not even worth going online. You know, right. right. Exactly. It makes you feel like you just want to be a Luddite and forget technology when you hear our discussion. But obviously, the pros far outweigh the, the cons of being uh, online. Uh, you just have to exercise a bit of common sense, have some good cybersecurity software like e set that has your back um, you know and um, just 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 again w- exercise some caution and and don't be gullible don't be naive with with all of these uh, ways that these these thieves try to approach you all right so eset.com to download some good cybersecurity software from eset that's again e s e t and also bookmark by the way we live security.com this is a a constantly updated blog from the folks at eset uh, including uh, authors like Stephen Cobb, who's joining us uh, today uh, to talk about what's going on out there in a the language you can understand and, and even more ways to better protect yourself and uh, possibly your business as well. Stephen Cobb, cybersecurity researcher at ESET. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Mark. And have a good rest of your summer. Thank you. When we return, we're going to chat with TechnoGem About a new treadmill that has some high tech twists to it, including support for an app for you to get a better workout. And boy, I can certainly use that. Not sure about you. (laughs) Stick with us. We'll be right back with more Tech It Out.
0: Breaking down geek speak into street speak. Tech It Out. Hosted by Mark Saltzman. Breaking down geek speak into street speak. This is Tech It Out. Tech It Out with technology columnist, author, and TV personality, Mark Saltzman.
3: Welcome back to Tech It Out. This show is brought to you by ASUS, creating technology for today and tomorrow's smart life. ASUS, for those in search of incredible, visit asus.com for more info. That's asus.com. As we've discussed many times before on this program, technology has changed virtually every industry and fitness is no exception. If you haven't heard of MyRun Gym, it's a treadmill that has, among other high-tech features, an app that syncs with your phone or tablet to give you the ultimate running experience and to help improve the way you exercise. Joining us on the line to discuss is Marco Zambianchi, president of Techno Gym North America. Welcome to the show, Marco.
4: Hello, Mark. Hey thank there.
3: Thank you. How are you? Great. Thank you. And before we talk about my run specifically, tell us about the company Technogym. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW group. Void We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call,
1: working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you're ready for a
3: new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov/careers.
4: I love the name, by the way. Sure. <laughs> Technogym. So uh, you must love the name even more, thinking that it was uh, started 32 years ago in Italy by an Italian. So already thinking about an English name was a uh, uh, drive to go international. So Technogym is uh, a world leader in fitness; is the second largest. Uh, manufacturer worldwide and uh, the largest outside of North America. Um, yeah. It started with a strong focus on uh, wellness. It actually introduced uh, the world wellness uh, to the fitness industry over 20 years ago. So it's Technogym, the wellness company. Uh, focus uh, focuses on uh, uh, the perfect uh, balance between movement, nutrition and mental approach uh, and has uh, Let's Move for a Better World as uh, its uh, uh, main driver. Uh, uh, and uh, company motto. We promote wellness uh, products and services that are available to people uh, wherever and whenever they want. Um, and we, we have about a uh, uh, in 65,000 wellness center and uh, over 100,000 homes uh, worldwide.
3: Wow, that's great. And it's funny because you, you, many people may think that technology and fitness are mutually exclusive, but technology can be an effective tool to help your customers get a better workout. I'd love to learn more about my run specifically. Is this the high-tech treadmill that Technogym has?
4: Absolutely. Uh, Technogym uh it's focused on technology. Was focused on technology throughout its uh, 30 years uh, uh, career. So uh, technology is in everything we do. The Myrun is uh, uh, a highly sophisticated uh, um, treadmill for uh, home use. Uh, it's designed by Runner for uh, uh, runners, uh, and it's uh, the first uh, uh, treadmill that uh, uh, combine uh, a specific app designed for the product with. Uh, uh, treadmill that has a small displacement can fit uh, easily in uh, every apartment, even in a small apartment, but gives you a wealth of uh, personalized training information. Uh, It measures uh, the cadence, it measures the stride length, uh, the displacement of your run, uh, so that while running you can actually uh, improve your performance, uh, you can uh, uh, reduce the displacement and therefore run uh, in a more efficient way. Um, and uh, um, has uh, the app comes uh, with uh, a series of programs uh, designed again by Olympic runners uh, to improve, uh, to prepare for a 5K, for a 10K, all the way up to uh, a marathon. It has. Uh, um, it is set up uh, to use with an iPad, so it doesn't come with a screen that reduces uh, both the cost of the product and uh, the, uh, the space that it requires uh, and allows you also to uh, bring your own music with you and one of the really cool feature um, that helps uh, uh, motivate uh, the, the runner uh, is that uh, it synchronizes uh, depending on your uh, cadence when you're running uh, the, um, uh, the app chooses uh, uh, the music that keeps the same cadence and uh, kicks you through all the way to the end of uh, the running mm.
3: exercise. Oh, yeah, and it's true that music is very motivating. That's what gets me uh, going when I do go, it's not always that often. But, yeah, when I'm on the treadmill, it's, it's you know, the upbeat uh, music, whether it's hard rock or dance music, EDM, it's something that I, I rely on. But it's it's really interesting that this is deeply embedded in the experience overall through the app. My Runs Techno Gym is more than a treadmill, the company says. It's the first solution for running that seamlessly integrates a treadmill and a native app that syncs to your tablet. And it's designed to offer you the ultimate running experience with personalized training programs and instant running feedback. We are chatting on the line with Marco Zambianchi. You're telling us all about Techno Gym, the company, and then the MyRun program. So this is a high-tech treadmill for the home. I was going to ask you who this was for. Was this for those who are training for a marathon, or could it be for those just starting out who want to uh, get their heart going a few times a week and try to lose some weight?
4: You know, there's... a. Uh, uh because of uh, the uh, pervasive use of technology with the, uh, the MyRun, there's different features uh, that are more useful for different people. If you are a beginner um, and you don't really know what uh, the right cadence is, you don't know um, how to run efficiently, you can check the displacement, which means how high you come when you're running and how much energy you're actually losing because of a non-efficient uh, running uh, um, Mechanism, um, so you can see and you can, uh, since you get continuous feedback, you can improve uh, uh, over time. Uh, you can, you have ready-to-use programs that take you from one uh, k run all the way slowly to a five k uh, as a beginner. You can mm-hmm. also walk uh, on it. A lot of people that have never really run a lot. Uh, Uh, With the treadmills that that don't have an adaptive surface, uh, get injury, knee pain, uh, possibly. And with my run, they would never have that. At the same time, the same characteristics of the adaptive surface uh, and of the response uh, allow people to uh, run for an hour, an hour and a half, two hours on it. Uh, You can train all the way for marathons. Um, You have uh, programs uh, that create interval training. So it really is for... uh, uh, different levels of uh, of runners.
3: How much is Myrun Technogym, and what website can we learn more about the product?
4: Um, the the te- the, the Myrun sells for uh, three thousand nine hundred ninety US dollars. Uh, and the best uh, uh, place to look at is the Technogym dot uh, uh, com website. Um, so you can you can find all about uh, the product uh, there.
3: Okay, technogym.com, T-E-C-H-N-O-G-Y-M.com. Marco Zambianchi, thank you very much for your time. Have a good rest of your weekend.
4: Thank you very much, Mark.
3: All right. When we return, we're going to chat with Hotels.com about getting a passport into your hands if you don't have one. And a good number of Americans don't have a passport right now. So Hotels.com is trying to give you some extra incentive to get one by paying for it. We'll explain how that'll all work. When we return, we're going to chat with the general manager for Hotels.com and North America. Great stuff. We'll also hear about their new app, Secret Pricing. Stay 10 nights, get the 11th for free. We'll be 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 right back with more tech it out coming up
0: breaking down geek speak into street speak check it out hosted by mark saltzman
3: welcome back to tech it out we just learned how technology is changing fitness with app enabled treadmills for the home and technology has changed travel too For example, it's never been easier to book a night away right on my smartphone by seeing what's available that night, reading reviews, finding the best price, of course, then securing the room and, of course, earning some rewards. Personally and professionally, I use Hotels.com, and I think you should, too. To hear what's new from the company and to talk about travel trends overall, we're joined on the line by Josh Belkin, Hotels.com's Vice President and General Manager for North America. Welcome to the show, Josh.
1: Thanks, Mark, for having me. Good to be here.
3: Great. Yeah. Pleasure to chat with you again. I know I've interviewed you a couple of times once for a USA Today article profiling the company. And and you're at that time. It was a revamped app, which we'll get to. But let's talk about Hotels.com. Probably not all of our listeners know that the service is more than a quarter of a century old. So congrats on that milestone. To what do you attribute its success
1: Yeah, thanks, Mark. We've uh, certainly been around for a while. We've been at this game since 1991. We started right here in Dallas, Texas, and 25 years in this business is a long time, particularly in Internet years. Uh, We've grown over that time to really be a global company with 89 websites across the world in 41 languages and hundreds of thousands of places to stay. Um, You've probably stayed in all kinds yourself, internationally known chains, independent boutiques, vacation rentals, resorts, national parks, we have tree houses, so all kinds of different places to sleep available on our site. Wait a second, and wait a second.
3: Tree tree houses? Yes, there's all
1: <laughs> kinds of more alternative places to stay. You can wow. find on our
3: site. <laughs> so- it was- Sorry to cut you off. I just had to clarify that one. Uh, it's
1: tree houses. Um we attribute our success to our, our great team, our our people internally. We're all really passionate about travel. Uh everyone who works here and make sure we expose that externally as well great supply partners, and really investing constantly in cutting-edge technology that you see in our website, our app, and really just on the back end to power the magic of travel.
3: Now, over the years, you probably started as a phone service, a travel service by phone, and then you migrated to the World Wide Web and then to mobile. Is that fair to say that's sort of the evolution of the the interface of Hotels.com?
1: Yeah, we started back in 1991 answering the phone to book reservations, and people are certainly using their phones today as well, Uh, but it's on their mobile app. It's on their smartphones to make those bookings, and it's really the popular way today that people are searching for, booking, and experiencing travel We really try to take all the content from our website and all those rich photographs and all the information you need to plan and book your trip and put it into the palm of your hands. Our app actually has over 60 million downloads across the world at this point. And there's lots of great tools in the app, you know, genuine guest reviews, making sure that people can see what others who've actually stayed at the hotel have to say about it. All of our great deals are available in the app, including something we call Secret Prices, uh, which are instant savings on lots of hotels and access to our loyalty program.
3: And that loyalty program, so that first of all, that secret price feature is awesome. And then I love the the loyalty program specifically. you've got this like stay 10 nights and get the next one free kind of deal. Tell us a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, it's one of my favorite features uh, of our site, and we hear that from customers as well. Customers can book and stay all over the map at all kinds of properties and for every 10 nights you stay, You get one free. So it's really simple. We think it's really rich and generous and a great way to get some value after all your travels. Mm -hmm. We also have our secret prices program, which give customers instant savings on hotels all over the map right from their first booking Mm -hmm. in addition to still earning that free night.
3: If you're staying, let's say, 10 nights at a Motel 6, and then you want to use that free night at a fancier place, Motel 6, but let's say I'm let's say more of a higher-end boutique hotel, can you do that, or do you have to stay at the same quality of a hotel?
1: The the beauty of our program is the flexibility and the ability to mix and match. So the free night is worth the average of what you paid for your prior 10.
3: Oh, okay. Thanks for clarifying that. Also, something you said earlier, it's no secret that with many travel sites and hotel apps that people can leave reviews even if they didn't stay there. So you sometimes have to question the authenticity of these comments. And that can really sway your decision one way or another to stay there. You know, we've seen fake reviews online all the time. But I love how Hotels.com has addressed that head on by saying, saying, look, if you haven't stayed here and you would know through the app if they actually uh, had a night stay at that place, only then can you leave a comment or give a a star review. I think that's a very smart way of addressing this fake review problem that we've uh, seen cropped up over the last couple of years.
1: Absolutely. And we have an arsenal of over 25 million of these reviews on our site. So it's a great way for customers to get information about where they're going to book and really know what to expect when they get there.
3: We're chatting with Josh Belkin. He is Hotels.com's vice president and general manager for North America. I understand, Josh, that Hotels.com has a new campaign tied to passports, trying to encourage Americans to travel more outside of its borders. Tell us a little bit about this summer campaign.
1: This summer, everyone wants to get away and explore. There's lower cost airfares, lots of outbound flights from the U.S. In fact, we're seeing a 35% increase in searches for travel to European destinations this summer. However, we noticed that only a third of Americans actually have a passport. It's uh, considerably a lower passport ownership rate than lots of other countries like Britain, Australia, Canada. So two thirds of Americans, if they wanted to, can't tomorrow get on a plane and leave the country. Um, And we really wanted to help uh, acknowledge that fact and help really promote the ability to go explore the world. So one of the barriers certainly to getting a passport is the cost. It's, it's $110 to apply for a U.S. passport. So we're actually going to give people a free passport this summer. Uh, if you make a booking of $800 or more outside the U.S., we'll discount that booking by the price of the passport so that you can go buy that passport that you might not have. Simply go to Hotels.com slash Passport17 between now and the end of August, and you can find out all the details of how we will give you a free passport.
3: We'll be right back with Hotels.com. Hang tight for more check It Out.
0: Breaking down geek speak into street speak. Check It Out. Hosted by Mark Saltzman.
3: Welcome back to Tech It Out. We're chatting with Josh Belkin. He's the vice president and general manager for North America at Hotels.com. And he's telling us about this passport campaign that they've got this summer to help give more Americans a passport so they can enjoy international travel. If you book travel at $800 or more, such as in Europe, Hotels.com says they'll discount it by the cost of a passport. Okay, so you're going to give them the equivalent of the cost of a passport, which you said is $110, uh, and that way you're helping to solve that big obstacle that they have before they can leave the country. It's It's a great idea.
1: We really hope people can go check things off their bucket list. We know a lot of places like London, Rome, Barcelona, Cancun... Places near and far to the U.S. are very aspirational destinations that not everyone's had a chance to explore, and we really want to help
3: change that. Even with Canada, you know, a one hour flight from New York to Toronto or uh, less than that for Seattle to Vancouver. And with the American dollar being stronger, you're getting 25% more value to your dollar. So I know there's a lot of trips to Canada this summer as well, which isn't as far as going to, you know, across the pond. But uh, that's also, I'm sure, a popular destination.
1: Absolutely. Toronto is one of our most popular destinations. And as I'm sure many folks know, you used to be able to travel to Canada, not necessarily with a passport, but the rules today certainly do require you have one. And we really want to help people get that.
3: Let's now talk about travel trends overall. What are you finding? Uh, You said that more people want to go outside of the U.S. this summer. So that is one trend. What else are you seeing out there from your vantage point?
1: Definitely a lot of interest in perennial popular summer destinations like the beaches in Florida and California. Um, But we're also seeing some more out-of-the-way places, uh, seeing a lot of strength as well. So in a couple weeks, on August 21st, there's actually going to be a total solar eclipse that's going to be crossing from the Pacific Northwest down to the southeast of the U.S. And we're seeing all along that belt lots of increased uh, demand from customers. So... Some parts of the Midwest, we're seeing over 300 percent increases in uh, interest in places like Lincoln, Nebraska, Cheyenne, Wyoming, Kansas City, places that are going to be right down the middle of this eclipse path. But while the eclipse is only a two minute phenomenon, uh, people are definitely going out of their way to go make that part of a, a summer trip.
3: That's awesome. I have been reading about that. And you can see like a a swath of land across the U.S. that you were if you're in that uh, perimeter there. If you're in that area, then you'll, you'll be able to catch the eclipse uh, as long as two and a half minutes, I think. No doubt a phenomenon that a lot of people are excited about because it does happen so infrequently. So that's interesting as well. What about the popularity of uh, staying in people's homes? I think a lot of people don't know that Hotels.com does have a section where you can uh, rent somebody's home instead of staying at a hotel. Is that correct?
1: Absolutely. We have about 30,000 vacation rental properties on our site. And depending on the destination, you're certainly going to find a lot more of them in some places than others. But uh, we see it as a real substitute. People um, don't necessarily want to stay in a hotel. They're looking for that ability to have a kitchen. They're looking for a bit more space maybe for a family uh, reunion or a multi-generational family trip. And it's a great way to book on our site and still earn credit towards that free night after you've booked and stayed 10 nights. But you're doing it in a house. You're doing it in a vacation rental. It's not necessarily a traditional mm. hotel.
3: Finally, Josh, do you have any tips on saving money?
1: Definitely encourage that folks use their mobile d- devices to shop for hotels. So many hotels we work with um, like to provide uh, more discounted rates through mobile devices uh, and mobile-only specials. The Secret Prices program that we spoke about, you can get on our mobile app. And it's a great way to not only see what all the options are, but to take advantage of the best pricing that really is out there. Uh, And we offer a price guarantee at Hotels.com as well. So if you find a lower price somewhere else, we will match it. Um, But we really strive to make sure that we are competitive and we offer the best prices and the best value for customers right out of the gate. And then tied together, of course, with that great loyalty program.
3: All right, so Hotels.com, the website, and then you can go to the App Store for iOS devices or Google Play if you're an Android user to download the free app, sign up, and start using it this summer. Josh Belkin, Hotels.com's VP and GM for North America. Thanks so much for your time. Thank you, Mark. Thank you for listening to Tech It Out, everyone. I hope you're enjoying this brand new show devoted to making some sense of this fast-paced and technological world we're living in. As I said off the top of the program, my goal is to break down geek speak into street speak. If you want to give me some feedback, I'm all ears. I'm on Twitter. I'm at Mark underscore Saltzman. That's Mark with a C underscore or underline S-A-L-T-Z-M-A-N. Tech It Out is brought to you by Asus, creating technology for today and tomorrow's smart life. Asus, for those in search of incredible. Visit asus.com for more information. That's asus.com. Check out their laptops, desktops, smartphones, tablets, routers, and much more. asus.com. Thanks for listening to Tech It Out, everyone. We'll speak to you next time. Ciao for now.